welcome to the Apex Church Podcast. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed today's message. Be sure to check out our website at www.apexchurch.org.uk and let us know you've been listening. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. We are doing some special interviews today. I'm here with my most favorite person in the world, Jennifer Morgan. And Jennifer, why don't you tell folk, why are you involved in Kids Club? Is it because I'm awesome? Well, I better be honest, I'm on camera. So, <laughs> so am I? You are awesome. Oh, but cool. I am involved in Kids Club because it is a ministry that really touches my heart. Um, God put a desire on my heart to reach kids for his kingdom. Um, and I, I've got the privilege of going to Mega Kids and running it alongside Matthew and reaching these children from our community um, every week. So how, how long have you been doing that? So 24 years. 24. And what, what part, what's part of your roles that you do every week on a Friday? Okay, so I head up the Bodham bus stop. Um, hi guys, if you're watching. Um, so I come along for supper um, that, that our team make for Sorry, us. You come along and eat food. That's your role. It's my role. I like to come along and eat food. You're the food guy. I am the food guy. I come and get Art. a quick supper and then head to the bus. Um, so our bus... Um, leaves the Bodham village with about 25 children and I get to chat with them all the way there and take them to the club and then escort them back home. The, the buses are a special time at Kids Club. It's the time when the kids open up and tell you their stories, their stories of their lives, the stories of their weeks, the things that are happening at home and you're able to share and encourage with them, um, just enjoy their happiness sometimes when that is as well. So it's a really g- good time. That's when our interaction really is on a one-to-one level with the kids. When there's 300 in the hall, the one-to-one interaction is usually, please sit down, um, please get off the walls. Um, so, but it's a great, great time. So you're in the club. What else is it that goes on? Surely that's not all you do. No, that's not all I do. Um, so um, I'm part of the programme. So we make up a programme of songs, stories, games. Um, and I take part in... Singing? Not singing, no. <laughs> I've got a voice for singing. No, no, but Jennifer is a very gifted uh, communicator. And... Um, the, the, the kids always engage and stop what they're doing and listen. And that's very important when we're giving the teaching time. We have a lot of fun, but we want to connect these children with Jesus. So um, Jennifer teaches through object lessons and stories. And of course, everyone's favorite slot at Kids Club, Little Stars. You've forgotten. I forgot Little Stars. Oh, and what is Little Stars? So Little Stars is our talent show. Um, the kids um, come along um, with their violins. We've had violins. Their basketballs, their footballs, their songs, their dances, their gymnastics is a popular one, and they get to perform, and it just builds up their confidence and makes it uh, um, just a part of our program. It's all about them. Yeah, the Friday night is all about the kids. It's their night, it's their Friday, and it's on their level. And you're welcome any time to come and visit. Well, thanks for joining us, Jennifer. It's really good to have you on camera at a very special family service. And uh, we hope you've enjoyed uh, meeting some of the teams, us two mugs that are there every week, because we just love it so much. Thanks for listening. 
Hello, and I'm here with another member of our Kids Club team. Hello! Do you want to introduce yourself? It is I, Boomer! Boomer, tell us about your role at Kids Club. I am the mascot! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Okay, so what does that involve? Being awesome! And? That's it. <laughs> jokes, jokes, jokes. Well, one of the things I like to do is go through people's keyholes. I have all the keys, not just of the kingdom, but of their houses. Okay, so what do, so you go into people's houses? Yes. When they're at school or work, we like to go and see if they've made their beds, if we can find clues and show all the people if they can work out from the clues who lives in a house like this. And it's lots and lots of fun. Okay, and so do you then show that at Mega Kids? Yes, I take a full camera crew because I am a diva. And we go through the keyhole. I take the camera crew. They do not keep up with Boomer because he is so fast and like a ninja. But we film around and around and around. And then we take something they might not miss, or they might miss, and they have to tell us what we have taken. <sighs> then, 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 we show the video on the big screen. See behind you on there. Uh -huh. Do you look? Up. No, you can't see on the camera. <laughs> Boomer, you're hysterical. Yes, so we show it on the big screen. Trust me, people, in person, we have a huge screen, not just your TV in your house. So, then, the boys or girls or adults sometimes, <laughs> unsuspecting adults, we show them where we have been and they come to church and we just have lots of fun. Sounds good. And how do the kids get Boomer to come to their house? Oh, it's always an absolute surprise. Oh, so it's a surprise. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. And have you got more kids to do this oh, year? Oh, we only have another 752,611 left to go. Then we will be finished. Sounds good. Yes, yes. But I need to go through the keyhole and film someone. Just say, will you come with me? Because yours nice. I can easily come. Okay, okay. Let's go. Okay. Bye-bye now. We're going. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story. I want you to come with me under the sea. Today's story is about a shark called Ellen Sharkovich. Sound familiar? Might be. Well, she's watching the 11 o'clock news, and the big report that day was on the local news, you know, you get that after the main news, said there was a brand new housing development called Sandy Lane in Fish City being built. As she watched it, she thought, wow, that's amazing. The economy was doing well in their local community. But she felt like there was just something not right. As she watched the news, she remembered that in that area of town, it was renowned for their beautiful sandy beaches that were soft and had loose foundations. She thought, I don't think that there's a good foundations there. But the builders and developers had assured the local authorities that there were firm foundations under that soft sand. Ellen didn't trust the builders and decided to look for herself. You know, sometimes we need to not trust what we've listened to, but go and research for ourselves and find the truth. She went to the library and she pulled out the local planning and the local 
uh, ordinances. And she found there, when she dug a little deeper, that there was not only no hard foundations under the sand, there was actually an old waste dump that had been locked off that should never be touched again. It wasn't good for them to build houses on. It wasn't a good foundation. The builders and developers, uh, Dan Sharkster, the CEO of the company, had written a report that said, everything's fine, everything's going to be okay. And the council and the town planners all believed Dan, that he wrote so well and he was so confident and he was bringing so much into the local economy that he convinced everybody that everything was going to be fine. Sometimes we need to be careful who we listen to, what voice we're listening to, because only the Word of God sometimes is the truth. Well, Ellen decided she needed to do something. She needed to stop these developers one with the other. They'd already started clearing the site and breaking ground. She went and she called some of her friends and went to the site. And there the bulldozers were already pushing the sand out of the way. And she's there with her placard saying, don't build this, stop, you're, this is dangerous, you don't know what you're doing. But you know what, the construction worker, he didn't really care. He says, I'm just here to get my pay, lady. Well... The building company phoned the police. They came along and they arrested Ellen. She was taken off to custody. The police kind of felt sorry for her because she wasn't really doing too much wrong. But they had to take her away because she was causing a disturbance. She said to the police officer, who looked a little bit empathetic towards her, Could you take this flyers and hand them around? Because people really need to know the truth about what's going on. Sometimes we need to do everything we can to get the truth out there. Well, the police officer gave the flyer to the developers. They got together in a meeting and they realized this woman is going to cause us trouble. She's going to cause us grief. If, if people start listening to her, they'll not buy our houses. They'll not come in and make us lots of money. We need to do something. So they came up with a plan. People like free things. What we're going to do, we're going to put free internet in their house. They'll have super fast internet. On top of that, we're going to give them cash. So when they move in, they'll get cash in their hand to buy new furniture. Oh, we've got this in the bag, said Dan. We've got this. Nobody's going to listen to her when, we give, when we're giving them free stuff. You know, sometimes the free stuff entices us in, but it's not the best foundation for our lives. Well, Ellen went through through custody and got released from the police station. She got straight to her flyers again and went back out and started to hand them out to the citizens of Fish City. She was trying to tell them, don't trust these guys. They're not going to build on a firm foundation. It's not good. It's not good. You'd think that some people would listen. But they just laughed and said, we're getting loads of free stuff. I'd rather listen to them because what are you giving us, Ellen? Just because someone's giving you things doesn't mean it's the best person to follow. Well, the Christian sharks stood outside the, the sea. They didn't put their trust in Dan. They knew what their firm foundation was on. They knew they had to listen to the truth. But some people started to move in. They started to buy those houses and everything was going fine. One month went by, six months went by, the internet was good. They bought new furniture with all of their free money that they'd been given for buying the houses. Everything seemed well. One year went past. 
They'd not built these houses on a solid foundation. They'd built on shifting sands. It wasn't long, about another month, but the foundation started to crack. Everything started to move. The hole in the sand started to open up. Some toxic gas started to escape from the dump that was always underneath. There was always going to be a problem putting houses on this. If only they'd listened to Ellen. Boys and girls and adults alike. Lots and lots of people got sick. So sick because of the toxic waste. They didn't put their lives on a firm foundation. We need to watch what we build our lives on. The Bible talks about the wise and the foolish builders. We need to watch what we listen to. Who's influencing your life just because they're super confident and super eloquent doesn't mean we have to believe everything they say. Don't trust. Go to God's Word. If everything is in there, all the instructions for life, when we put our lives on a solid foundation, we will not be moved. And when storms come our way, we'll stand strong. There'll be no easy surprises. So today, I encourage you, be like Ellen. Stand up for what's right. Yeah.